So you not need to know the rules of the game. You need to know what strategy to use at what time. And uh, that should be the, the, the main mantra for any trader, whether it is a new trader or, or a seasoned trader. On this episode of Early Bird, Sid Bathajarji, the co-founder and chief strategist for Sapphire Capital. Sid joins the podcast today to talk about the reward-risk ratio, what it means for investors in 2022, and the advantages and disadvantages to this strategy. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Sid, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Stephen. Um, good to be able to talk to you. Good to be talking to you too. Uh, definitely, it's 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 wonderful to have you here. Uh, I can't wait to we start a conversation about the reward risk ratio. Before that, Sid, uh, let's tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What should the audience know about you in like thirty seconds or so? What's a good Reader's Digest biography about you, Sid? <laughs> Thank you. Sure, I'll, I'll keep it less than thirty seconds. Uh, Sid Bhattacharjee is my name. I'm the uh, chief strategist and co-founder of uh, Sephora Capitals. Um, about 20 years veteran in trading stocks and ETFs. Um, and uh, I have over the years built several, uh, several trading strategies and so on and so forth for our internal use. Some of those are commercially available as well. Uh, personally, I have, I've got an engineering degree and uh, an MBA in finance and corporate finance and merger and acquisitions. I've worked uh, in multiple uh, uh, multinational organizations around the world, but currently my time is mostly focused on uh, being the um, strategist in our proprietary um, asset management firm mm-hmm. that uh, we run. So um, that's briefly about me. Nice, Sid. It's really great to have you here. We're talking about the reward-risk ratio, what it means for investors this year. Um, real quick, what, what's the definition for the reward-risk ratio? How would you explain it? In very simple terms, reward-risk ratio is as it, as it is, the word itself, the words uh, themselves. For example, what reward would you be expecting for a, for a certain size of the risk that you're willing to take? For example, you might say that I will risk a dollar for a reward of $5. So that makes your reward risk ratio five is to one. It's as simple as that, but that's a very, very critical factor if you're trading in financial markets, irrespective of whatever you trade, stock, ETF, Forex, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the key criteria that one has to use or keep in mind before making any trading decision. Got it. It seems like it's an important aspect of trading. Is this is this a strategy that you use and that you recommend uh, for your clients? I suppose. Absolutely. This is. I'll tell you a little bit of a background as to why a reward risk ratio is important. 
Mm-hmm. Couple of reasons. One, financial markets are speculative in nature. So there is absolutely no certainty that certain events are going to happen or may or may not happen. So that's one. So the what you have in your hand as a trader is something called a positive expectancy. So you take multiple trades, some of them will go in your favor, some will not go in your favor, as you could expect, because there is no uh, certainty in any, any respect, because the financial markets are as such. So what you have in your favor is something called a positive expectancy. And I mean, I, I can go into the definition of positive expectancy, but let's, let's, let's check the conversation on reward and risk ratio. So while talking about positive expectancy, one criteria in that is something called reward risk ratio, apart from the, the other criteria being probability of the win rate. Now, I do not want to complicate this discussion. Uh, just keep it simple in reward risk ratio. In that, every time you make a trading decision, you can do, you, you can make an assessment that the trade I'm going to take, is it giving me a reward at least two is to one, three is to one, better than one is to one for me to be able to take that risk. So that's something I always have. This was this has been the principle uh, for every trade that we do in our proprietary fund management and the clients and then the people that, that we deal with. This is a criteria that I definitely keep ask them to keep in mind. Of course, apart from that, as I mentioned, win rate or the probability that that's the other criteria that's, that could be subject to discussion another day. Mm. But this becomes the core principle before making an trading decision. Got it. It seems like it's a you know big part of your strategy. What what are the advantages of the reward risk ratio for investors? You know what? I wish I could uh, show you a small table. Um, in the table, they could have seen that um, uh, you know how the reward risk ratio and the win rate uh, the play the play out in your trading decisions and what what sort of results can you expect or what's in a longer run i just wanted to uh, make just one quick reference to the table uh, or rather one row of the table in which i would like to bring it to the attention of the traders or listeners or your listeners basically sure. is that if you have a 50% win rate in your trades just 50% so it's like a not tossing a coin, okay, 50%. And you have a risk-reward ratio of one is to one. That means you are getting a reward of $1 for every $1 you risk. Mm. Then your trade will always become break-even. That means you'll neither make profit nor you'll make a loss. So it will be always a break-even. That's, mm. of course, I'm, I'm assuming that no commission costs are involved here. That commission will have a play here, but I'm just for the purpose of the simplicity, I'm removing the commission cost. So mm-hmm. if you have a 50% win rate of your trades and one is to one risk reward ratio, then you make a break even. Now, you as a trader want to do better than break even. How do you do break even? So you, there are two ways or three ways you can do it. Either your win rate will have to be higher, you must be winning more than 50% of the trades. Or your reward risk ratio could be should be more than one is to one, maybe two is to one, one point five is to one, three is to one, ten is to one, or both. Mm-hmm. You could achieve effectively both by judiciously selecting certain stocks and ETFs that delivers you both a higher win rate and a higher reward risk ratio, and that way you will have a definite positive expectancy, and you you will have 
far superior result than just a break-even. Got it. And so would it be fair to say that a benefit, one of the benefits of the reward-risk ratio is that it helps with risk management as an investor? Absolutely. So that's the second criteria. Um, when you say risk management, that has been the, the mantra in our trading all the time. The trader has to, of course, I mean, this is a bigger discussion, uh, Stephen, but I'm, I'm very happy that you raised this particular point. Um, risk management uh, has to be the absolute key criteria. I mean, you, the protection of your capital, uh -huh. that's the, the, the main doctrine in anything you do in financial markets. And number two is that, you know, how do you ensure that by selecting trades to the higher re re uh, reward risk ratio, you're effectively managing your risk, that you have made a decision that I won't be risking more than a dollar for every trade, or $10 or $100, depending on your size of the capital. So you have made a decision that every time you risk $1, 10, 100,000, 10,000, or a million, uh -huh. you have certain reward in your mind. That's the, the fundamental concept that one tra a trader has to be mindful of before making any trading decision. So yes, uh -huh. that's, a, that's the risk management in one way that we have already made a decision uh -huh. that I'm not going to risk more than certain dollar for that particular trade. Uh -huh. And I see the, certainly see the benefit of using the reward risk ratio as an investor, and I see where the advantages lie. Um, what about some of the disadvantages? What are some of the drawbacks of the reward risk ratio? <laughs> well, good thought, <laughs> Stephen. Um, the the uh, disadvantage, I would say, you know, there, there are traders I have come across in my 20 years of trading and, the, I, you know, I have come across people who, who would like to, uh, you know, be uh, rich overnight. I mean, it's kind of, a, they consider uh, trading in a financial market sort of, uh, you know, get a rich, uh, quick sort of a system. And this is where the problem is. Reward risk ratio brings in a lot of discipline in your trading. You you are thoughtful. You know you already know the, the you know what is going to happen. You know if risk plays out, then you walk out of this your position. Or if risk doesn't play out, then you uh, get the benefit of the reward. So, so that's a discipline. That's a discipline. A lot of people do not like. <laughs> so. You know, I, I would say that's a massive disadvantage for the people who want to who want to be a, in, a, in a you know get rich quick system. Good point. When we return, we'll hear from Sid about how the reward risk ratio factors for investors in 2022. But first, let me tell you where you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Sid, today we're talking about the reward risk ratio. I want to take a step back a little bit real quick. Um, 2022, we're not done yet with the year. We're almost done. Um, how would you describe the market in 2022 so far for traders? That's a very good point, Stephen. Um, I'm happy that you raised this particular point. Um, we have seen from the beginning, not quite in the beginning, probably in the second quarter of this year, 
the volatility in the market has all of a sudden that has spiked up a bit and this is because of various news coming from various uh, um, uh, central banks of the world um, be it imf be it the central bank of america or central bank of australia so the volatility is is high, is up there um, the interest rate has gone up because of um, uh, you know the inflation the fear of inflation rather not the inflation itself and to some extent it's also the fear and some extent actual inflation has gone up so everything put together has kind of uh, made the market a bit difficult for for some traders even for the seasoned ones mm. so the reward risk ratio assumes far higher importance now because the market is not kind of a, a steady state it's a very unsteady and probably it will remain so for the remaining part of the year and perhaps even 2023 so I believe um, specific to the market condition that we are right now worldwide, um, um, I, I have specific interest in stocks in Australia, as, as in Europe and US, and I have seen the uh, this surge, sudden surge of volatility in, in the marketplace. Right. That's why the protection of your capital is of paramount importance and, and making sure that your trading decisions are, um, you know, as bulletproof as you could make, mm-hmm. um, and hence the, the reward risk ratio is perhaps is more important than ever. Mm-hmm. A, a lot, good point you bring up. It's a very tough market this year. A lot of traders, a lot of investors have lost money in the stock market for sure this year. Um, how would this strategy, the reward risk ratio, how would it have made a difference this year? Or is it possible that the market's so difficult that this strategy would have not had any real impact whatsoever on a trader and how they performed? No, I mean the reward risk. The relevance of reward risk ratio um, is never um, going to subside. It's going to be there. It's all important in whatever market condition it is. It is more relevant now, and perhaps in 2023, um, I don't think uh, it will have any less relevance one over the other. The for this particular year and the volatility and all these issues that we are talking about right now. Um, my view is, as it was always that. It's reward risk ratio is one of the components of your decision making. The other component is the probability, um, which is not the subject of discussion today, but uh, probability is where you pick certain stocks that has got a higher probability of making large bullish or bearish move and use that criteria along with reward risk ratio to make it as bulletproof as you can. So um, to your point, Stephen, um, the reward risk ratio relevance of that will never subside, but that probably is one side of the puzzle. You probably need probability as another key element in your in your decision-making process. So the strategy you're saying in a tough year like this, you have the reward risk ratio, but there's a pro- uh, the issue of probability that sort of weighs in. And so that, that has nothing to do with the reward risk ratio. That's what you're saying, right? Um, no, I didn't say quite that. What I was saying is this two, uh, the interplay of this two will make your strategy far superior. Uh, it's it's not it's not reward risk. They're interdependent. Remember, um, I was I was trying to focus on reward risk ratio as a general strategy. But if you in a tougher market where we are right now, you need to take into account probability as another criteria. So yeah. these two criteria together is what you'll be looking forward to. Got it. Makes sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, you know, a, a lot of investors these past few years are, are used to walking away from the market with some pretty high returns, as, as you can imagine. This year, it seems like a lot of investors are probably going to 
lose money, some might break even. Um, Is a strategy such as the reward risk ratio one of those factors that could, um, I don't know, change that? So maybe you'd walk away in a tough market, uh, you know, more profitable than the year before, or at least break even? So there are two, um, Stephen, if I understood you correctly, I just want to uh, make two points in relation to to your your question. Um, I would like to differentiate between um, a trader and and, and the long-term investor. Uh Our focus in Sephora Capitals has always been um, you know, trading in a time horizon of between a month or a couple of months or maybe three to three to four months at the max. So we are looking at the trading. So we're looking at you know, opportunities where there is a, um, you know, large bullish or bearish move in the marketplace of certain stocks. And that's the advantage you're going to take. So we are not a, a, in a buy and hold kind of people. Okay. Got it. Um, so we are, so, so a lot of investors in the marketplace, they hold on to the stocks for probably six months, one year, maybe a couple of years. Um, so that's the investor category, and we are talking about trading categories where I'm very keen to find out if certain stock, let's say Amazon or whatever stock you can talk about, is it going to make a big bullish move in the next three months? If yes, I'm very interested, and I want to find out. Mm, got it. Um, so so that's that's the one aspect. Of it. The other point I was trying to uh, talk about is basically um, is that um, the... Um, these two components interplay and they're very important. And I, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, the focus will always remain, even if I know of a certain opportunity, let's say Amazon or Tesla or any stock that's going to make a bullish move depending on various criteria that I found out using one of our trading applications. Now I'll see whether or not that particular opportunity has, will deliver me the reward risk ratio that I want. Uh-huh. Am I getting two is to one, three is to one, five is to one? If it makes sense, will make the suitable trading decision. So the relevance of the strategy um, will will always be there. It is it is far more important in the market condition that is now. Um, the traders will have challenges depending on the volatility of the marketplace. But as long as the criteria you, you select trades with the the correct reward risk ratio, depending on your risk appetite, um, you'll you'll be, you'll become successful on the other side. So um, that's that's. Bottom line of this strategy, uh, Stephen, I, I hope I have answered your question. Yeah, thank you so much for explaining, Seth. I really do appreciate it. Um, real quick, if you're an investor, you're a trader, and you want to get started with the reward-risk ratio, what advice would you give them if you you know, you know want to start using that strategy? So depending on you know, how do you pick a stock, for example, some people do price action, some people do various other strategies they use. They look at the naked chart. Um, and they can do support and resistance. They can, I mean, there are a plethora of uh, strategies that people use. I mean, uh, I think anybody in either brand new or even the seasoned ones, they use different kind of strategy. I mean, we in Sephora Capitals, so we have trading applications which use certain strategies there. Um, so irrespective of whatever you strategies you pick, uh, these two things you must be able to make sure of. First, um, what is the probability of that bullish or bearish move to play out? Mm. And number two, if that plays out in your favor, what reward risk ratio would you uh, be happy with, or what would which reward, what level of reward risk ratio you are comfortable with to be able to make this trade a successful? Because everybody, as I just a few minutes ago, I mentioned, you know. That discipline doesn't exist in a lot of traders. That makes me feel very sad. In over 20 years, I've come across many people, many traders, and 
I, I, I do feel that, you know, they, their anticipation is, is or their expectation is very different from what the reality is. Yeah. I mean, if you're disciplined, if you have a strategy, if you do have a log and if you understand numbers, uh, that's another important aspect I wanted to mention about you was that, you know, you need to understand the basics of, um, you know, how the trade um, or, or your position in a marketplace plays out. I often give an example. I said, you know, if, you, if you're going to play golf, you need to know what club you need to use and uh, you know how the runs the, your points are scored and if you don't know that and if you're all in a sudden you find yourself in the golf club you are completely lost <laughs> so you not need to know the rules of the game you need to know what strategy to use at what time and uh, that should be the 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 main mantra for any trader whether it is a new trader or, or a seasoned trader so these are the few basic principles that I believe, you know, is a very key to successful trading. Got it. It's it, Thank you so much for explaining it. The golf analogy makes perfect sense. Uh, Sid, thank you so much for coming on the Early Bird Podcast and explaining what the reward risk ratio means for, for our listeners, all the traders and investors out there. Before we wrap up the show, just one final question, Sid, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. That question for you, Sid, is... If there was one emoji out there that best describes you, what would that emoji be? <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. I didn't think about it, but <laughs> I would say uh, my emoji would be a smiling Buddha. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Um, because um, smiling means uh, irrespective of what happens in the marketplace, if you know... Um, you, you exactly have a game plan, very clear picture in your mind that yes, my decisions are based on this criteria and I exactly know if it goes in my favor, what is going to play out. If it doesn't go in my favor, how is it going to play out? So I know the outcome of it well before and I have at least planned for it. So that's the reason I'm laughing. Um, so I'm never sad. Market doesn't make me sad or unhappy because I know what the outcome would be based on my um, criteria. So that's the reason I never took Buddha because I say uh, my first name is uh, the other name of uh, Lord Buddha. Um, and uh, he's always a happy man. Um, uh -huh. He has spread happiness around the world. So um, that's what I would think uh, is probably best discussed that emoji. Nice, that, that sounds wonderful. Thank you again to Sid Bhattacharjee for sharing your insights on the reward-risk ratio. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.